Thanks for joining us on The Wealth Standard Radio, your gold standard in everything financial. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. It is a beautiful day here in Salt Lake City. And I'm so happy to be here. Absolutely is a beautiful, wonderful day. And uh, today you guys are in for a real treat. I have somebody here joining us, and she is a very powerful woman. Um, you're going to be so excited to uh, hear about her and uh, her worth and her success story. Very exciting. But uh, first, I'd like to take care of a few uh, housekeeping items. And uh, first of all, if you have not registered on our website, uh, feel free to go to www.paradigmlife.net and register for your free Infinite 101 account. Uh, lots of powerful information there, broad, uh, podcast, resources, just a lot of information there. Also, we have recently launched a new website, Know Your Retirement. Uh, so feel free to go there as well. It's knowyourretirement.com. So wonderful resources there as well. So today's topic is a topic that's uh, not widely talked about here. And uh, again, you guys are in for such a treat. Um, guest here today, she's beautiful. She's wonderful in every way. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. But what we're talking about today is a woman's worth and uh, recognizing that and how to recognize that. And uh, who we have here today, her name is Clarissa Barlow West. She is a personal and business success coach. And uh, so she works with women and men and uh, works through them with her processes of how to understand your worth and um, just goes into a lot of detail there. So I would like to introduce her again, Clarissa. Uh, so great to have you here today. And uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your journey and uh, where you're at today? Awesome. Thank you, Jenny. Um, and it truly is an honor, an honor to stand side by side with Jenny, who is equally as powerful. I look at her as as my equal. I can stare at her in the eyes and know that I could go head to head with her on anything and that she wouldn't back down. So just that is an honor in itself and being here. So a little bit about me. Um, this is such a fun question because where do you start, right? <laughs> right. And we discover where is it where is it that we really want to start and what was it that we want people to know about us? And and it's interesting that we all choose to share the information that we share. Right. So even in that, it's like, what is it I was discovering last night as I was wondering what I got to share with you and all the viewers, uh, actually listeners, I guess they won't be viewing anything. And there was two things, two things that popped up. Um, one was the death of my son. Okay. And that's a long story in itself. I'll go into that. Mm -hmm. The other one was the day that I chose to not, no longer be the assistant. Right. Perfect. So, so both are all about value. Both are all about challenging some massive beliefs in my life. Yeah, so, absolutely. So back in, back in 2003, this is, this is the year that my son died and it was, he was nearly three years old. In fact, the anniversary was just a couple days ago of mm -hmm. his death. And 
12 so 12 years ago my entire world was completely turned upside down um not knowing which way to go and and not knowing where to look for for support because what i was feeling inside was completely different than what everything what everyone and everything was telling me so your paradigm shifted total shift in paradigm total shift in paradigm and and it it was so rocked because it was people were telling me to do this one thing to act this certain way to speak this way or to grieve this way or to look this way or to whatever it was and my heart was telling me to do something completely different completely different when every single person in my life was it was it, they were doing it out of support absolutely completely out of support so it wasn't anything against any of them and but everything to do with me getting to listen to what was going on inside for me so you began to realize your value and understand your value it was that process starting it was a starting of the process of trusting myself first absolutely because there's no way a woman can understand her value if she doesn't trust herself Absolutely. And to be able to trust not just our intuition and not just the inspiration that we're getting from from the divine or whatever that is and whatever that looks like, but as being able to trust ourselves with no outside influence, nothing, nobody else standing and being your cheerleader, not even not even the unseen world saying that you should go do this. It's just like this solid foundation we get to build for ourselves is first that trust. And that's what was happening when... I'm getting emotional, but when my son passed away, absolutely, and when he and I exchanged this look, the way that he passed away was even unique in itself because it was kind of like this freak accident, and he had choked on a vitamin. But the bigger picture is, I'd given him that vitamin. I the one that po- I was the one that popped it down his throat and said, "Come on, you can do this." Yep. I was pregnant, due with my third baby any day, and. It was in that moment that that he and I exchanged this glance of, okay, you're ready. You got it, mom. You got it. Yep. And looking back, that was the beginning of a massive transformation in me. Yeah, I I can see that it's huge. I, I can feel it about you. And I can also feel that you are appreciating everything about that and where it has, where it's taken you and where you've been able to come as a result of that. Yeah. So from, that's right. You're absolutely right. Like just that one moment, if I only had that one moment to go off of, not all of the other events that would rippled from that one moment, then that one moment would have been enough. But it's never just that one moment. It's all of the domino effects that happens to every single thing in our life up until that point and everything after. And so how did it, how is it really that I'm at the place I'm at because of that? Well, it's because I started challenging the beliefs. Challenging what you And then were. taking action. Yep. Taking action. Like it's one thing to be aware and it's one thing to just like, okay, there's a challenge sitting in front of me, but there's a whole nother thing. Take, take action and to be able to stand up when everyone is telling you to sit down. That's completely different world. And and how this applies to women's worth is that's the underlying um, pattern in women. The social norms. Yep. Yep. It's this, the, so those, those social norms have become, we've just become okay with them all. We don't question them ever. We just accept it without question. 
yeah, it just is what it is. And so we just continue the pattern of insanity over and over and over again until you have a paradigm shift and something changes. Yeah. So massive pattern interrupts, right? Yep. So, so those paradigm shifts, how do we really create paradigm shifts? Absolutely. So we create massive pattern interrupts. So for me, I was willing to go first, like, yeah, I'm going to pop this pill down my son's throat and I'm willing to go first. First one in the family had a kid die. It's like, you can be all this savior kind of stuff and go in there, but pattern interrupt, huge pattern, pattern interrupt in my life. But people think that it has to be this big, massive thing. A pattern interrupt can be Anything from, from for me, a, the death of a child. It can be um, a divorce. It could be maybe a financial situation um, where we're we're going into massive money, or maybe we are losing massive money. Yeah, like it just it goes both ways. Or it could be simply for a younger person. It could be like a test. Yep. Yep, there's just so many out there that really the po the possibilities are infinite. Yeah. And and the point is recognizing that it doesn't have to look a certain way for every single person. Every no. single person is unique and has their own way. Yeah, and when we as women embrace our uniqueness, when we embrace that part of us that is wrong, yep, the part that is wrong about us is right about us. Absolutely, in every single way. Yeah. So in that, that part that's wrong about us. So, so with, with the death of my son and then moving up through all of the different, um, businesses that we have gone through with my husband and myself, um, I remember six months later, I was enrolled in a network marketing company for spray vitamins. Well, what do you know? There was a total different way that we could take vitamins, <laughs> right? And right. be healthy and we wouldn't be able to choke on it. <laughs> Right. So it was a way for us. To, there's always a way that we get to, how is it that we get to provide value out there? And, and as a woman, it's like, oh yeah, this is directly related to my story. Uh -huh. Now I get to go out here and provide value this way and also create an income with this. Yes. So all of these different, um, <clears throat> um, pattern interrupts happen for our best benefit. If we were willing to look at them that way. Yeah, and I, and I would guess just in beginning that pattern, your primary focus was to uh, just share, 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 share without really recognizing the value that you really tw truly were bringing to everybody else. Was there a little bit of that at first in that it was like, I have this neat concept, I have this neat idea, but I'm just okay with sharing it and giving it away at first or so were you already actually, focused on bringing about value as part of the income in that moment we were already focused about bringing about va awesome. about value awesome we are already it's like oh we could do this and still make money yeah that's a total no-brainer right yep yep um but it was it was before our son passed away and and so i had worked up until the day, day i delivered my first kid simply just because that's what we chose yeah um worked outside of the home and then from there, it's like, how is it that I get to take my kids with me and still work? So for me, it's always been like, I, I like that part. I like being able to, to generate income and provide value and, and uh, receive the value in exchange. Absolutely. So how is so that's it? That's been a part of your core foundation, your solid foundation from day one. Yeah. And, but even that was challenged with the way that I was brought up. Like women don't do that. Yeah. So even that was like, okay, let's again be a rule breaker. Yep. Not a law breaker, but a rule breaker. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so how is it that I can do this? And and women, I think that we're 
depending on maybe the background, but I think this is just kind of a core level on a woman that that um, she gets to be maybe the mom. She gets to be the one to take care of the kids or the house and all of that. Like, that's just normal, right? A lot yeah, of people, right, right. W- a lot of women will believe that. And they lose themselves. Absolutely. And lose their value inside of themselves or at least feel like there's no value. Yeah, they feel, exactly. They feel like there's no value. And that goes to what you showed me earlier today of of that report that you printed out of if they were to replace themselves. What would it cost to replace in every single way the value that they bring to the family, whether it's running errands, uh, babysitting, uh, cooking, uh, yeah, cleaning, cooking, cleaning, yeah, games, laundry, back every- and forth. Like there's, if we were to just write that down and discover this is what women are worth. Yeah. Just that. Yeah. That just is a stay at home mom. <laughs> yep. Just a stay at home mom. Right. Right. I love that. I love saying that. <laughs> just, just a stay at home mom. But that's um, so many, oh, I'm just a stay at home mom. Yeah. But there's massive, massive value inside of that. There's massive value in understanding what that represents itself in a dollar figure. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to, for me at least, it, I, I knew I was creating value mm-hmm. um, when I was in that position of staying at home. I knew I was creating value, but I never stopped to look at if I had somebody else doing this, what would I be paying them? If somebody else were doing all of the same roles, what would that cost? And that is really where the light bulb came on. I was like, oh my goodness, there's, that is what I'm worth. So all this time I'm thinking, oh, well, I don't bring in an income. But in reality, I did. I deposited absolutely into our family, uh, family economy. You know, massively. what's interesting is you saying that, I think when a lot of women, if women would look at that that way and discover that they do bring in an income that way, then I imagine, because I know this was really true for me when I started hiring out a lot, was that there's a greater purpose yep. for them. Yep. There's a greater purpose for them, not just in to be the mom, not just to be the wife, not just to have that perfect house and clean yard and yeah. all of that. But quite often a woman will discover that she wants so much more when she starts discovering like, oh my gosh, I really do provide this, this, and this, and all of these different things that you just mentioned, she discovers there's more. And that's where we need women to step into that role. Yeah. And start owning their, their power, owning their contribution in every single way. Yeah. And breathing life into themselves. Yeah. Like literally breathing life into their creations and their purpose and their passion, not just what their kids want, not just what their husband wants, but what is it that they want to create? What is it that they are willing to go out and put forth the effort to be able to make it a reality? Not just this dream of someday, never. Right. Cause someday turns into never or someday when I'm retired. Yeah. Or yeah. And something to be passionate about and not just something that's like, well, you're, you're this way or you're that way. And just accepting what everybody else is telling you as your worth. So that's where I recognized for myself, I was constantly being told what my worth was, 
What I never stopped to check in was, does that feel true? Does that feel true? That's a perfect, a perfect statement and question for every woman to ask themselves. And how often do we not slow down enough to ask ourselves, does this feel true? Does this make me happy? And am I seeing my own value? Maybe other people, and this is what I also began to recognize is other people saw my value, but I never saw it until I saw inside of myself. I never recognized it. That's a better word. I never recognized it until I actually looked myself in the mirror and said, this is what you're worth. Mm. You are worth this much. Mm -hmm. And this is what you contribute. And the light bulb started to go off. And it was like, wow, okay, I get it. I get it. And that's where the ripple effect started. And I feel like that's where the paradigm shift kind of starts to happen mm -hmm. is at that moment of recognition of the change in how the value is perceived. How the value is perceived. That's interesting. It feels like our stories are are very similar because the second thing that I was talking about wanting to share was the day I chose to no longer be the assistant. So yeah. my husband and I have been in business together for many, many years. And it was back, I think it was about 2011 when I finally, I, I was the one always in charge of the book work. I was in charge of all of the inside work um, is an electrical business, very successful. Um, but I ran the inside, I ran the office. I was essentially his assistant. Mm-hmm. And when I finally came to him, I'd known for a while that I wanted this. I'd known for a while that um, this was no longer working for me, but I'd held it in for quite some time because I knew it was going to rock our world in a massive way. Yeah. And so when I finally stood up for myself, it didn't matter if I was standing alone. Again, just that standing alone, being my stand in that face of adversity and shared with him, I don't want to be your assistant anymore. If I could only be one thing, it would only be your lover. Yep. And in that moment, it wasn't because I only wanted to be his lover, but it's because I wanted to be partners. I didn't want to be, here's the boss, here's the assistant. I'm like, I know my worth. I know my value right here of what I do day in and day out. And then when we hired an assistant, we finally hired one and started training her. That in itself was another eye opener of holy crap. I did all that. I did all of that. And I'm paying her this. Right. That is insane. Yep. Yeah. That those moments of like, and then oh to, my gosh, to put numbers to it and discover like, really? Like you, like it just, it was like mind blowing to me. Yeah. And to have me like step out of that role, it was a lot. It was a lot to train somebody to replace me. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and thinking about it from the value of the training standpoint too. Yeah. How do you train somebody or and what is it going to cost yeah. to replace you? Now there, there's no way to go yeah. back. I yeah. mean, once we're enlightened, once we've had those shifts, there's no way that one can ever go back from that. Yeah. Ever. Yep. Yeah. A luxury once enjoyed becomes a necessity, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm okay with it being a necessity. Absolutely. Because it, it, it doesn't mean I can't ever go back if it was necessary, but it absolutely is a necessity or necessary to have somebody there supporting absolutely. me that way, being my assistant. Yeah. Yeah. In every single way. Yes. So yep. you began to recognize your value that way too. Mm -hmm. Once you started to bring in those outside people to support you in what you were creating. 
and what you are now wanting to create, bringing out the what you felt inside for so many years and we're now willing to stand and be that change yeah, that you and, wanted to see. And you know, it did rock our world. Yeah, I imagine so. It rocked our world massively because in his eyes, he felt supported that way because I showed up that way for him. Yeah. From un- He meaning my husband. Um, and we, again, ran businesses together, but now it just got to look different. We get to get, got to get out a new canvas and draw a whole new, paint a whole new picture, draw a whole new masterpiece of what that looked like with both of us yeah now moving forward and it looked totally different completely different and was it okay totally okay it went in fact it felt in fact it was better yeah <laughs> yeah much better and and it began to feel more connection with more each other co- yeah absolutely which is which is another thing that we we teach couples my husband and i do coach couples as well through business and relationships and creating diving deep into the confines of their own mind discovering why it is that they're not having the success they want in business and the relationship yeah um, but it did it was different and it was for me it was a lot more passionate like i knew i know i'm a passionate person but when i'm passionate about something that really isn't working for me how does that really serve me? Right. Yeah. I know, you know, we can all be passionate in our anger, passionate in complaining, compassionate in the victim stance, but how is it that we get to be that true, that essence of who we are and be, have the passion come from that space. Yep. That's when a woman will stand up, see her value, claim her worth. She gets to claim it, like literally claim it, own it. Yep. And like stand up. It's like, I'm worth this right now. And maybe even write the checks. That is a powerful step. Write the checks. Actually write a physical check to yourself Mm. in a month. Add everything up and write the check. That is an an exercise that it's almost a little bit scary. But recognizing that and whatever it comes out to be, whatever that dollar value is, actually write the check and whether you deposit it or whatever it it is but that step in and of itself is a very powerful step of ownership yeah like shifts those it does this crazy mindset shift thing that Mm -hmm. that is only going to happen because that subconscious part of us doesn't really understand what's happening Mm -hmm. in our mind and what's really happening in life like it's all registered the same yeah but it's that action step Mm -hmm. So once we realize it, like like you mentioned earlier, it's the action step as the follow-up mm-hmm. that really creates the ownership. Absolutely. Action is my most favorite thing to teach women. Yeah. Because I think that's where a lot of women lack. I, I believe so too. And that that's what I feel is is the biggest, biggest holdback right now in some of the statistics we were going over earlier. And I mentioned these the other night in our in my one in my webinar. Uh, so if you haven't watched that please go back and watch that. You'll, you'll be able to see what we're talking about here. But some of those statistics that I began to realize that most people didn't understand. And bring, uh, my purpose was to bring about the awareness mm-hmm. of some of those stati- statistics that were kind of scary. It was like, what am I, why is this happening? But what I'm also seeing too is a lot of women beginning to own their power. Do mm-hmm. you feel that that's starting to change more and more and more every day? So as I think of that, I think 
there's a lot, there's definitely a bigger movement going on of women stepping up, but it's still, that percentage is so small. So yes and no. Yeah. And for me, I want that percentage to go, like, I want it to skyrocket. And why do you feel that that is? Why do you feel that there's so few willing to take that stand and make that change? So as, as a woman, the reason I wasn't willing to was because I was so scared I would lose my loved ones. And I don't mean lose as in die. I mean, they wouldn't like me. They wouldn't approve of me. They wouldn't love me. They wouldn't accept of me anymore. If I did this, then what would that mean? How would I look? Yep. And so we're always as women and men too, but, but women we're looking outside of ourselves for love, um, acceptance and approval. And when we are seeking that outside and never in here, then we're never going to take that stand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that. And it, we, we've got to recognize that it's time to make that change. We get to recognize take- that however we show up, whatever we're doing, what, however, we're, whatever words we're saying to ourselves is showing up in the way that we walk, showing up in the way that we talk, showing up in the way that we interact with people. And all it is is giving them a perfect outline of how to treat us. Absolutely. And not being willing to take anything less yeah. than what we're worth. Yeah. So if we stood up and changed how it is that we talk to ourselves, yep, then it's going to start to change the way that others respond to us. Yeah. And so the reason why I feel like it's more women are doing that is because they're the ones that have, have, it's almost had, had to, they've had to take a stand saying enough is enough. If you're not changing with me, I'm going at it alone. Yeah. And the reason why I feel like a lot of women still haven't is because they're scared. Just that fear inside is paralyzing. Yeah. They don't have support. Analyzing. And then paralyzing, being yep. paralyzed by that analyzation yep. of and realization or feeling like that that's a reality. When in reality, it's not feeling like, so, so for me, it was, I was so scared because I, I felt a lot like you, that my family was not going to like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family was not going to come around anymore. If I started to change the way that I was showing up and honoring my value. Yeah. So those were the stories that I was telling myself. So I just sat back and sat back and sat back until I didn't any longer. And that's when it changed. And did I lose everybody? No. Did I create more powerful relationships and more powerful systems and tools in my life that allows me to really maximize that value Mm -hmm. that I'm providing and that I'm creating? Absolutely. And you're a rock star. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank Literally, you. you are a rock star <laughs> thank you thank you and i and i feel it and i love it and and i'm passionate about what i do and it it's so amazing to be able to show up here every single day and assist people in that paradigm shift in seeing the financial system that we have today in a new light mm-hmm. seeing something different something as we talked about earlier, having to to create a stable foundation to build upon 
And that's what our focus is here is creating that stable foundation to build upon. If you don't have a stable foundation, you might be able to, to add the walls and the sheetrock or whatever you want to call it, everything else. But if the foundation crumbles, what good was it all? Right. It's just going to come crumbling down. We build those foundations on sand. It means nothing. It means yeah. absolutely nothing. I mean, empires rise and fall every single day. What is it that we want? Do we want sustainability? Do we want something that's going to be last uh, lifelong? Do we want it lasting? Do we want do we want to experience this day in and day out? Yep. Then build that foundation. Yeah, and and so we build foundations in so many other areas of our lives. We have a foundation inside of our body that allows us to remain upright and allows us to be able to move and do what we need to. And there's, there's a foundation to almost everything in which life can move forward. But yet somehow we feel like we're able to do it different in our finances, do things just a little bit different. Why is that? Why do we feel like that we can choose different in our finances and not have a foundation, a foundation to build upon? I think it's because people are uneducated. You hit it right there. Lack of education of what is really being, what is really available and being okay with, again, the social norms of this is what you got to do to be financially successful. Uh These are the things that you have to take risks on. And it's always focus on how can I maximize my rate of return without even looking at any kind of safety? What do I do if I lose that do I have a stable foundation set up for myself before I even take those types of risks? That's where I feel is is the biggest the biggest uh, drawback is that we feel like that somehow in our finances we can skip that step. Yeah, it's interesting. But the thing is, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Yes. So if you're, if one really, truly doesn't have that foundational success in their finances, where else, where else have they not built that foundation? Yeah. I mean, really, that's, that's one thing that my husband and I teach all the time is what does your relationship look like? It's a direct, a direct reflection of how you are financially. And sometimes money comes easy to people and they suck at relationships. Yep. Well, then, then they're not applying what they're doing in their business, in their relationship, or maybe their relationship comes easy, but money doesn't. How is it that, how is it they have thought that I'm going to do this in my relationship that I'm not going to apply the same principles here? The same principles are simple. They just get to be applied over and over and over in every area of our life. Yeah. And so if like people like you, if people come to you and educate themselves in different things that they can do, different things that how they get to show up and what they can do that they're probably not even aware of. Yeah. How brilliant that is. Yep. How brilliant. Yeah. And, and not having just, it's simply about, like you said, the awareness. They were not even aware. Yeah. So much of the time. I work with people and they're like, we had no idea. And so if you have no idea about something, how can you apply it? Right. So there's got to be people out there willing to share what they know and share what they do. That (laughs) you hit a huge key point. People get to be willing to share what they know. Yeah. How often do we all sit back and think that we do not have an, anything of value to share? Yeah. So many times. 
yeah and again coming down to that value and i feel like so much of the time people don't recognize the amount of value that they do have to share so that's why they don't share it, it mm -hmm. comes down to that recognition of what the true value is it's not that big of a deal so i'm not going to share it yeah you know when when we discover there's there's something each one of us that comes easy to us something mm -hmm. that comes easy right and so we automatically think well it becomes it's natural it comes so natural to us it's it's easy to us and so we automatically think that that's really not a value yeah like i that's not really worth anything people wouldn't really pay that yeah but the truth is it becomes or it not becomes it is so easy to us because it is our gift yeah that's what we get to share yeah and people don't see it that way. And so I, I imagine you probably run into that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Not understanding what what it is that they have to share at all, that, that it's even a gift, that it's even something of value. You know, I, I meet with people uh, quite often and they'll share with me at some point or another when I begin to ask, uh, well, when you're no longer working your day job, what are you going to do? Or do you want to just continue doing that? Or is one day you're just going to stop what you're doing? And how is that going to work for you? If you, you think you've created this habit of going to work every day, day in and day out, and then one day you're just going to stop, uh -huh. that's insanity in and of itself. Mm -hmm. It just can't happen that way. So how, what's going to change? What's going to look different? And so much of the time I'll hear people tell me, well, I was thinking maybe I could do this. And I'm thinking from my perspective, oh my goodness, that is a great idea. Why are you not doing that now? Right. <laughs> I would totally pay for that. I mean, really? Come on, recognize that. And like you said, so much of the time people feel that it's because it's easy that there's no value. But for somebody else, that side might not be easy. So when one can align their purpose that what they feel that they're passionate about, so align their purpose, bring in that passion, the profits are going to be there. Yeah. They and, can't not be. Right. And so, and that's what we need more of. We need more women doing that. Yep. Yeah. I feel that. And, and I feel in so much power right here, right now, uh, between us, it, just even talking about this just makes me pumped. Totally pumped. Me too. And I feel like we could talk on this subject truly for way more than an hour. Right, maybe we could run around the block with mics in our hands. Well. We could. Just to like, please, just, just share. What is it that you get to share? Yeah. And the more women that we get, the more women we get living their purpose and the passion, the greater the shift of the entire world will feel. And that's because when, when we influence a woman to change we don't just influence her no we influence her entire tribe like there's been studies done on this that when it's it's a little bit different than when we influence a man then we influence him and he goes out and he creates his empire and it's awesome and it's amazing mm -hmm. um not to say that he doesn't share i'm not saying that at all but with a woman it's just the natural gifts of a woman is that they just like to well we say gossip but this is what I'm going to call friendly gossip. And so we start talking about what's working for me and this and this and that. And we spread to our girlfriends and they spread to their girlfriends. We spread to the kids and the kids spread to their friends and sisters. And how, and we just like are sharing with everybody. Yeah. 
And so we truly do inspire a whole tribe when we inspire one woman. Absolutely. I feel that on such a deep level. And it, and it's because we're willing to talk about it. So women like to talk. Yeah. And I know I like to. Yeah. If I don't get my 10,000 words in a day, <laughs> then those 10,000 words are going to continue on up in my brain until That's they so finally true. shuts down at one o'clock in the morning. So I'm going to make sure to get my 10,000 words in. Yes. In a day. <laughs> <laughs> so inspire women and we inspire millions. I remember there was this, there is a, someone asked me, how many women do you get to inspire or how many women do you feel like you're going to influence? And the number came to me, 7 million. I'm like, whoa, that's a big number to bite off. <laughs> and little by little. So as women, we look at that big picture, right? We're really good at the, um, the large vision, the big vision of how it can be. Absolutely. And where where I will assist women is to breaking that down in those baby steps. And how is it that I can influence one? Yep. Yep. Looking at it from the from there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the big seven million number that came up several years ago. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> it's still big to me. That's still a huge number. I still have to remember, okay, I can do one. Today I can do one. <laughs> yeah. Those action steps. Yeah. To creating that big picture, because I feel like that's what the the feminine really brings about is the big picture. And in recognizing the big picture is what's going to bring about the massive change and bring about, like you said, you can't do that in and of yourself. Right. But you know that you talk to your girlfriends, you talk to your family and you talk to your clients and everybody in between. That's what's going to create that your success mm-hmm. in that goal you know that and and that's where the feminine energy brings in all of the support to assist us in creating that massive bigger picture when i seriously we could go on and on that feminine energy when a woman taps into that, like truly being that feminine, that that piece of her that I re- I like to call it like that orgasmic flow. Yes, and it's and I know that this is a family show, but to me that is a very um, open term because it's not it isn't what we always think it is. It's just that life force flow, and when women tap into that and they discover like when I can operate from this place, yep, how can I go forth and put my my emotions because a lot of women are driven by emotions yes um into like channel them into our creations Mm -hmm. how is it that women can go into um their anger which are is has been suppressed for ever like women just shouldn't be it's just not pretty to see a woman angry and we shouldn't be angry and mad and blah 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 and all of that stuff that we always hear right right but when we can use first discover that it's there um and then second be able to express it in such a way that it fuels our creations rather than is projected upon every single person in our space. But we use it and discover like, okay, what's the reasoning behind this? And yeah. then use it to drive us forward into those creations. Like the, the dream, the dreams that all of you women that are listening, the dreams you're having is no accident. They're Absolutely no not. accident. And that would be the one thing if you got anything from this, I would say take the one action to channel those emotions, the anger, the sadness, the fear, the the frustration, the overwhelm, 
and channel that into the creation of those dreams to become a reality. Yeah, because I feel like that's why we were given that capacity to be able to have all those emotions. Yeah. Because that takes a lot of energy. Oh, The gosh. constant up and down in this way and that way and, and diagonal and upside down and backwards changing of emotions. But that's how the feminine energy is. It's, it's a constant change of emotion. And that's really what the sexual energy is inside of a woman is those constant change of emotions that allow that creation to come out and manifest itself. Yes. It takes that creativity. It takes that willingness to own and be okay with having those fluctuating emotions because yeah. that's the change. It is a change of emotion and therefore it brings change in the action. Mm -hmm. So as, as human beings, whether we recognize it or not, we're first triggered by our emotion. And our emotion is what then triggers the, the thought pattern. And the thought pattern is what then triggers the action step. Mm -hmm. So if we're constantly having changing emotions, and we're constantly having changing thoughts, which constantly changes the creation, but being able to round those all in and create something huge and massive is where I feel like the true power is. Absolutely. Bringing all those in together and saying, okay, I love this and I love that. And it's putting the whole puzzle together is what it feels like to me. For And that missing puzzle piece is women in their feminine. In their feminine and recognizing that it's it really, and, and again, I know this is a family show, but I feel like it's the it's the sexual or the or, orgasmic energy. Yeah, that same is what thing. Like fuels that, that. Yeah, that orgasmic flow. Like even just as you and I are talking right here back and forth, like I can totally feel it between us. Yeah, and it's just because we're opening up that space and being okay with it. Yeah, and it's nothing. As I teach women this, it's um. The fear is, is that, well, if I do that, then I'm going to go out and have sex with everybody. That's not it at all. Oh, no. Completely oh, no. different than that. But there's that fear. Like, then I'm going to be looked at as this, this, and this, and people are going to judge me. And it's crazy that that is such an intense thought that so many women have, but it's not at all. That is not at all what we're talking about. Oh, absolutely not. That's a very... I, that's an important piece in a relationship, but uh -huh. very tiny, a right. very small piece in what we're talking about. Right. Right. It's the energy behind it. Yeah. That fuels the creation. Yeah. And, and, and it just, I think, I feel like it takes the combination of the feminine being 100% in ownership or in taking 100% accountability for what they bring to the table and the masculine in the same way, mm -hmm. taking 100% accountability for what they provide. They're, they're, the masculine is looking at what's right in front of me right now. How can I take care of something that's right now and fix it? Mm -hmm. Okay. And the, and the feminine wants to talk about it mm -hmm. and have feelings about it mm -hmm. and experience the energy behind it. Doesn't necessarily need to be fixed, but when we combine the two, that's where that's the true bam. power happens. It's like, <laughs> yeah, boom. that's when success happens. Literal, like just massive success. Cause that, that combined energy is learning that we both, we both have that masculine in us. We both, yes. the men and the women both have the masculine in us. The men and the women both have the feminine in us. It's not like, oh, we're, we're special because we're women or because we get both. Right. It's just men do this too. They just don't 
um, process it the same as we do. Mm-hmm. So if if um, men can learn to discover the, I'll say, um, language of a woman, it's yeah. going to be a lot more successful. If women can discover the language of a man and not think it always has to be her way, it'll be a lot more successful Absolutely. in all of our dealings. And so when we just a lot like just this mad respect for each other in this big way, then that's how we how we become top performers. Yeah. In our field, whatever that is, it could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that huge. And 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 it's recognizing, can we truly create life alone? As a single individual, can we create life in and of ourselves? Can we create anything? as just one, one single human being? Or does it take the combination of the two combined together to create? That's an interesting question. And I love how you worded it. And I'll say it takes more than one. Yeah. And it it really is everybody coming together and Mm -hmm. understanding that there is a change that gets to be made. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel it huge every single day. Um, you know, the the flame inside me gets stronger every single day in recognizing that a change is happening. Mm-hmm. I can feel it bigger every single day, but we have got to unite and recognize that change and be willing to take the stand, mm-hmm. be willing to ta- be the person that is going to change mm-hmm. and not necessarily change who they are inside, but manifest that change that is inside and that gets to be shared. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like, again, it's a call to women and the feminine to be that show up and allow your creation to come about, allow the creation to uh, be shared. And that's, what's going to be able to create the value and create the change. Yeah. So for centuries, it's been the women have been demoralized. They've been really put down in lots of ways. Yeah. And the pendulum has swung completely the opposite direction. And we have these women feminists. um, I can do everything better than you. Mm -hmm. Um, And we go and we create this um, kind of this, ooh, I am woman, hear me roar. And I'm not saying there's something wrong with that. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is we get to even bring that back into balance because it's not going from one of the end of the spectrum to the other mm-hmm. it's bringing it back in the balance of how we get to co-create with the men in our space yep and how we get to move forward without compromising our own dreams our own passions our own goals yeah but how we can breathe life into our creations and how we can also breathe life into the creations of the men in our life because when we fight head on of I'm more important than you, it will never work. Nope. Nope. We get to, again, unite. Yeah. And, uh, and the results explode. Yep. Be who we are. And uh, we're going to call it for today. This has been fantastic. I'm like, <laughs> we could keep going. But oh, it has been. That's yeah. a great place to end. Yeah. It. This, this is a great place to wrap up for t- today. This has just been such a phenomenal opportunity. I hope everybody out there has just enjoyed what we've talked about here today. 
Um, I feel like some of the time it's viewed as uh, something we shouldn't talk about uh, in our families, but it does get to be shared. And I'm happy to be here with you today, Clarissa. This has sure been a pleasure. And thank you so much for being here with me today. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny. All right. We'll see you, everybody. And you have a wonderful day. You've been listening to the Wealth Standard Radio Show, your gold standard in everything financial. Thank you for listening.